0: This program is made possible by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Ulligar Church of Christ in Ulligar, Oklahoma. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Earle. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Earle. One of my very favorite things to do is to watch the sunset in the evenings, I'm always amazed by the beauty of the sky at dusk, with all of its gorgeous colors melding together until the moment the sun disappears and darkness descends upon the earth. It always reminds me of the passage in Psalm 19:1, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows His handiwork. And isn't that so true? When we look around us, we can see the hand of God everywhere. It makes me truly wonder how one can believe our world happened by mere chance or accident. Today, I want to look at three different instances of God's tremendous design. This will also help us to further understand the complexities of this earth and why it simply cannot have happened by chance, and why the earth sings the glory of God. I want to begin by looking at plants in general. One of the astounding attributes of plants is that they know exactly when to bloom and when not to. Plants have a protein called AP1 that tells it when to bloom. If a plant were to bloom at any other time, say its AP1 failed, it would die or the plant would not be able to reproduce. So this one tiny protein is what stands between life and death for the plant. There is simply no way that that could have happened by accident or randomly. If you think about it, if the plant failed once, that's not a big deal. But if over millions of years, this AP1 were to fail over and over and over, plant life would have been sent totally back to the beginning. And even over those millions of years, it is ludicrous to think that this little protein, this AP1, was just a happy little accident, as Bob Ross would say. AP1 testifies to the handiwork of God. The second example that I want to look at today is the pine tree. You know, there are around 120 species and subspecies of pine trees. But right now, I want to specifically consider the ponderosa pine. The ponderosa pine tree covers a vast amount of land, approximately 27 million acres. And as a young tree, the ponderosa pine has a blackish brown bark, but as it ages, the bark turns to a burnt orange color. The bark also separates into plates that look somewhat like a puzzle on the tree. If a ponderosa pine catches fire, Those bark plates slough off as it burns. The tree is designed to shed as a defense to forest fires. This intricate design shows the complexities of the design that God created. And it shows that there had to be a designer. This kind of stuff does not happen by chance. The ponderosa pine testifies to the handiwork of God. Another species of pine is the lodgepole pine and is so called because Indians would use this tree as the lodgepole in their teepees. And what is really neat about the lodgepole pine is that it grows cones that turn gray with age. These cones stay closed until the heat of a forest fire causes them to open. And after the fire is gone, the cones reseed the forest causing it to regenerate after destruction again a complex and intricate design the lodgepole testifies to the handiwork of god and then a third species of pine that we might consider today is the white bark pine this tree has seeds that feed a bird called the clark's nutcracker the white bark pine has cones that do not open to reseed, but they stay closed until the nutcracker comes to force it open with their beaks. Then they take the seeds to eat or to store until needed. And many times the nutcracker forgets the stored seed, and the forest is then reseeded by the white bark pine. The white bark pine and the Clark's nutcracker are dependent on each other for survival. This intricate relationship testifies to the handiwork of God. The third example of the world showing God's creation is that God's work is far superior to man's. In modern times, man has created an insane amount of plastics to package products, to store food, to use in our homes, to carry our groceries in, and the list can go on. It is mind-boggling to think of how much plastic is consumed in our world. The problem with it is that much of this plastic isn't recycled or reused, causing it to overflow in landfills or to be dumped into our oceans. But what was used thousands of years ago before plastics were invented? Wood, clay, stone. None of it, which went through FDA approval, might I add. Today we are cautioned against using wooden spoons or cutting boards because of the chance for bacteria to get into small fractures or cuts and cause us to get sick. We are told to use plastics for all of that, but many scientists are now discouraging plastics use and encouraging the use of woods again. Interestingly, Wood has been shown, through research, to have antibacterial properties that are far superior to plastics. Certain types of wooden cutting boards have been proven to absorb 99.9% of different illness-causing bacterias, and after three minutes, the bacteria was completely unrecoverable from the surface of the wood. In contrast, plastic cutting boards harbor the bacteria and create a surface ready to help the bacteria grow, even after being washed in hot, soapy water. The bacteria on wood was rarely shown to multiply. Scientists have yet to figure out what in wood causes its antibacterial properties. And that shows the plan in the design of wood, and it testifies to the handiwork of God. I hope these different examples have been as interesting to you as they have been to me. It is mystifying that there are those who find it easier to believe that the universe happened by random chance or by a happy accident than to see the evidence that is right before us of a creator. The intricacies of our world show us that it was planned out by a great designer and by logical reasoning that that great designer is God. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And as always, remember to teach them diligently. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find out more about Bibleway Media at BibleWayMedia.org.